Welcome to another episode of the Super Abundant Life podcast, where we tackle real issues by examining the lives of real people and extracting real life solutions that are rooted in the wisdom of God. This is your host, Olaomi Brigwe. Thank you for joining me on another edition of the Super Abundant Life interviews. This week, I'm interviewing Banke Ajayi, and she's the founder of Ajayi, a successful hair care and skincare brand for men that has been featured in some of the most popular lifestyle magazines in the world. Today, we're going to be mapping her journey from idea to realization and not just realization but building a successful brand and we're going to be looking at all the juicy bits about you know the failures the disappointments and so on it's definitely an episode you do not want to miss and yes i welcome you to join us and enjoy the show Welcome, welcome back to this very special episode of the Super Abundant Life podcast. I feel Thank very you. privileged to have you on, on this episode. It's something that's dear to my heart as a business owner, uh, someone that has transitioned from um, having a career to being a business owner. And yes, yeah, so it's, it's a wonderful privilege to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's, uh, it's an honor as well. I, was, um, I wasn't expecting this, but yes, thank you. I'm going to just jump straight in because I, I believe that everyone that's listening to this is interested um, to hear about your success story, um, about what you have built, about what you know, God has helped you to build in this business. So I, I want you to start off by telling us um, about Ajayi, and it's a great name. It's a great name. When I, <laughs> the first time I said, oh, this girl, you know, that's such a, it's simple. And, you know, the spelling, the logo, it's, it's just beautiful. So can you tell us about, about, about the company, the products, and, and basically what you guys do? Okay. Um, so Ajay is, um, it's natural hair and skincare line for men. Um, it came about from conversations that, um, you know, I had with, um, some of my friends, well, quite a long time in the making actually before that, but it focuses on, um, the modern busy man who doesn't have a lot of time and he's looking for products that work quite simply. So from, um, the ease of use to the packaging to everything, it is geared towards, um, the busy professional man who cares about his appearance and who wants um, something simply that works and something that is not filled with chemicals and things like that. Where did this idea about going into hair care and skincare and organic and all that, where, where did that come from? How do you, do you remember the first point of entry for, for that idea? Um, yes. Yeah, so um, quite a few years ago, um, when I decided to go natural and stop relaxing my hair, um, I started to really notice um, ingredients on products and things like that because it seemed like the products that were in the market, they weren't doing anything for my hair. They would promise moisture. I wouldn't get that. My hair would still be tangled and all whatnot. And I remember when I was growing up, um, 
my hair was natural there were no problems it was soft it was long and my mom used to do like you know she used to make some things on the stove and stuff like that you know to use on our hair so but again I, I didn't really know where to start because I mean then 15 years ago natural hair and skincare wasn't as big as it was now yeah so I remember going over to New York and I went to visit a friend of mine and we were walking through the streets of Harlem I'll never forget this day I remember it was like yesterday and we walked past this little hole in the wall shop kind of like it really small you could have easily missed it and there was this smell that came out of the store and I told my friend I said look we have to go in here. I have to see what is going on there. She was like, what's going on? I said, no, 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 let, let's just go in. And it was like a treasure trove of natural butters, oils, as in the essential oils you could smell. It was, it was something I'd never experienced before. And this little store, I, no, 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 say, let me just say, this store was actually called Carol's Daughter. And I'll never forget it. I bought their, um, I think it was their flagship product at the time. It was called Lisa's Hair Elixir. <laughs> and um, my friend thought I was crazy because, you know, you're spending like $20 on like 100 ml or 150 ml or something. And, you know, details are fuzzy now. But I told her, I said, this place is going to be big. This this brand is going to be big. This is actually the future of like skin and hair care. At, the, at that point, when, 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 that, when you stirred up that desire inside you and you finally found something that worked for you, what was going through your mind? Were you thinking business or were you thinking oh gosh, you know, this, this is, this is what I've been looking for. It's going to work for my own hair. It was, this was the solution to my problems. I wasn't even thinking about business at that time. I was just like, my goodness, you mean my hair could be like how I was when I was in primary school. It was long, it was thick. It was, I I, I was just excited to solve my issues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to lie you know and yeah so when when I got back to London again you know things like share butter coconut oil they were not common in those days with very few stores used to carry them and so I started watching YouTube videos I started looking for online courses I looked for physical courses like how to you know I started off the good old melt your butter down add the oil and make it with butter and stuff like that so that you know point I then went on to starting to make creams shampoos and stuff like that and I remember going to Lagos and I had to take (laughs) my god I had to take public transport to one market on the outskirts of Lagos that I had never been before in my life (laughs) to go and buy calabashes or share butter to bring back to London no seriously I I was just hoping that they wouldn't ask me to open my suitcase because I didn't know how to explain I had a calabash of share butter in my suitcase coming back and I just started mixing you know obviously you make mistakes along the way throughout some batches and things like that because one thing about me is that I don't know how to do it like if I'm not 100% satisfied with something I can throw out the whole batch I don't care Um, I just want to make sure that it is something um, of a certain quality. That works. Yeah, that works. And and I find that very interesting. And the reason why I brought up, you know, the question about what you immediately thinking about business is that I, you know, a lot of times when these ideas come, they don't come as in, oh, uh, this would be a great way to make money or this would be a great way to sell something. They tend to come the really you know, viable ideas that last, they tend to come, first of all, to solve a personal problem or a problem, you know, that someone 
within your inner circle, maybe uh, a, a child or someone close to you has. And it is out of that. When you see that, oh, it worked, that a lot yeah. of times that people become attracted and say, oh, how did you solve that problem? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people did start coming to me. Um, you know, they started asking me, What are you using on your hair? You know, what are you using on your skin? I was like, Oh, you know, I just make these things. They're like, What? You make what? <laughs> and then, you know, I started making for like uh, family and then close friends. And from there, you know, their friends started asking them, Where are you getting this stuff from? How come your skin is looking this way? What are you doing different to your hair? Hmm. And, um, you know, I, I started getting, you know, calls that, look, these guys want to buy from you, this, 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 that. And that is when it came to me that, what? You think people want to buy this stuff? Really? They would pay money for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I said it was, yeah. and you know, there were some, there were some people I met and, you know, my heart went out to them. There was a lady I used to work with. She was vegan. She's allergic. She was allergic to a lot of stuff and she couldn't find anything on the market that she could use. And, you know, I went to do research and I made, you know, a set of, um, like shampoo, like conditioning shampoo and, um, hair conditioner for her. But that was like her special, like a hardy, you know, like a special product set for her. And she was willing to pay, you know, like any, she was like, my goodness, this is the first thing that I'm not reacting to. And, you know, I was just happy mm -hmm. that. I could solve an issue for her. It was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. It was quite interesting. No, no, what you, honestly, the reason why I'm going on about this is I, I know, you know, I, I, I read up a lot about people that have grown successful businesses, businesses that have lasted generations. And it's also my own personal story. You sort of stumble into it, don't you? Uh, yeah. it's not like, okay, I, I, you know, I'm setting out to go, you stumble into that idea and at the core of it, at the core of a business that will last is this need to want to help people, to want to make life better for people, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It is, it is, it's definitely a service. It's, uh, okay. So people are coming to you, they're buying, you know, are they, are they buying for you from you at this point? Um, at this point they're offering money. I'm a bit hesitant to, um, <laughs> to take it. Um, no, no, no. You know, it, it becomes a very, very different scenario when money is exchanged for a product. Hmm. You know? Um, and at this point, I, I wasn't what do you sure mean by that. What do you, do you mean that the expectation is higher or, or you place a high expectation on yourself? What, what do you mean by it's different when there's exchange of money? I know what you mean, but I want you to talk. Yeah. About it. It's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, yes, you do have, they, their expectations definitely change and, mm -hmm. um, it becomes a different, um, shall I say exchange between yeah, yeah the dynamics yes between um, the two of you and um you know at this point as well as I like to understand what I'm getting myself into I mm. don't you know because then if they buy from you they come back and they want to buy some more and you know you're not sure you know where is this thing going I hadn't really figured it out at that point so I kind of held off on it. I said, you know, I'm still looking into some things and things like that. So it hadn't really formed in my mind. So, so you were hesitant. 
I want to yeah. take it further. And do you feel at any point, you know, I'm, I'm saying this because this, these are some of the things that I went through as, you know, in starting my own business, is mm-hmm. sometimes you're happy to do these things for free, uh, to help people for free. But then when you want to sort of cross that barrier to go into charging people for it, mm-hmm. then you begin to think, okay, what if they come back and say it didn't work? Or what if they they have, you know, weird expectations or whatever it is. And a lot of people tend to have those fears. That's when the fears begin to creep in. We're happy to do things for free for people and go all out. But mm. when we start getting into the, okay, I'm going to charge somebody for this or someone's going to pay me for the service, it's a different, yeah. you know, it's like new new level, new devil sort of way. It is, but also I think um, when people, and I say this a lot, uh, that I don't market to people that I know. And Mm. the reason I don't do that is that I think, you see, when people know you personally, they have, you know, their personal experience of you, they have a way they see you. Now, if they go into a store and they buy something off the shelf, It's it's uh, the way they would react to it and things like that. I've found personally is different to the way they react when they know the person. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. I, yeah. So I I, that was something I I had. So aside from I believe there were intangible aspects of a business that I didn't understand, mm-hmm. and I wanted to understand that before I committed myself to something. There was also, um that other aspect yeah the dynamics of you know the whole thing and things like that you know so okay so um yeah the point and i you know i completely agree with you that you know even though even though you know i from what i've seen sometimes to help you get started to you know you may you may sort of expose it to family and friends but i personally believe you need to leave that place very quickly you know, yes. very, very quickly, if, if at all, if at all, you even, you know, start there, you have to leave very quickly because like you said, familiarity people and, you know, if someone, if, if someone, a family friend, or maybe even your spouse might say, Oh, you know, I, I've come to support you, but that's not really what you want to hear. You want to hear that somebody is engaging with a service or product because they believe in the product, not because they want to support yes. you because it's two different things, if that makes it sense. Is. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I, I prefer to, I want a stranger to pick this up and to yeah. say from the aesthetics of the packaging to the smell and the feel, they are, you know, they're blown away. They're impressed or they say, you know, why didn't you do it this way? Why did you do it that way? And that way, you know, you go to iterations of the product and you keep on getting better. And yeah. so, yeah, I definitely prefer to. Uh, yeah. To, to yeah, people that will that will tell you the truth. Yeah, uh, the that will, you know, so that you can keep growing. Not necessarily people that would because they don't want to hurt you will keep yeah. telling you what you want to hear. And you know, I believe it, it's a it's a biblical principle. This is how I you know teach it to people, and I say you know Jesus said you take the gospel, you start in I think he said jerusalem and then samaria and so into the ultimate ends of the earth so you can sort of start within your little sphere of influence but you have to leave there very very quickly so that you can keep growing and expanding that 
So, yeah, the point where you can definitely see now that this is a viable idea. People are coming to you without you even pushing. They're the ones coming and saying, listen, I want this. So at that point, you're feeling a little bit like, okay, um, I'm not sure you're hesitant. I'm not sure I want to, you know, like run with this. What do you do next? What did you overcome that hesitation at that point? Yeah, so I mean, I, I definitely started to look into it. I started to look at, okay, so how do I set this up from things like logistics to um, packaging to setting up a website and things like that. And what I quickly found, I mean, bear in mind, this is like, you know, 15 years ago, yeah. is then setting up a small business was not as easy as, as it is today. A lot of times then you had to order in big batches. I mean, obviously, you could do the kind of, I guess, like, printing at home and stuff like that. But it just seemed, you know, there were quite a few barriers to starting up um, at that time. So, again, that kind of put me off a little bit. And I just said, okay, you know what, let's just, let me just keep going. Let me just (laughs) keep learning, mastering the craft. (laughs) <laughs> let's be all right <laughs> you know so do you feel like the so as you you know I'm, I'm guessing that you must have gotten very excited by the fact that people were finding this product useful and yes. so do you think by you know beginning the research and finding out that oh, oh okay this is not going to be as straightforward or as easy as I imagining that it would be do you think mm-hmm. that sort of you know threw some water on your fire in a way and you know caused you to be discouraged yeah Yeah, I mean it it kind of caught it 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 did put a dampener on it and I and I guess um I just I just didn't want to launch something that I didn't think could go the long distance you know what Mm. I mean so I wasn't, yeah, I, I didn't think that it was um, it was worth it to do at that time. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of people thought that was very, you know, silly. And, you know, people people did say it, you know, later on when the natural hair and skincare really took off. That, oh, my goodness, but well, you're one of the first there. You're going to be making money. You're going to be doing this, doing that. Now the market's going to become saturated. And I look at I always laugh at that point because I'm like, let me tell you something. Your tribe is your tribe. And uh, that's it's, it's the truth. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even saturation of markets there's seven billion people out there absolutely absolutely (laughs) you're right you're right but you know i i wanted to highlight the fact that you know the the one of the reasons why i love your journey so much is it's not a perfect story there are so many people myself included and people that are listening to this where you definitely had an idea and the idea was viable you could see that you know it's it's something people love it but then life happens and, you know, so, so you, you look at the size of it and think, oh, oh goodness, okay, um, maybe not. <laughs> and you sort of pack it to one side and this could go on for months, for some people, for years. And the idea never leaves you. It's still there. The, there's a yes. voice, the dream. It's a dream, isn't it? That's just there. Yes. Um, and it's a, it's latent. It's just the sort of simmering under the surface. But yeah. you look outside and you think, oh, this mountain is too big for me to climb, and you just leave it. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. So I, I know, you know, at that point in time, did you just say, I, I I'm just gonna, you know, 
take a step back on this and continue making lists for myself? Yes. So that that's what I did. So I just um, kind of told everyone, you know, thanks and all that. But, you know, I think I'm just going to continue <laughs> the way I was doing. And, um, you know, hopefully my hair continues to flourish and the skin glowing, but I will just uh, continue in my little way. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I, I always had, you know, I had my nine to five. I was, you know, you know, going along, you know, doing my own thing, really. Yeah. And, yeah. So that was. So it kind of it just it just went into the background and I um pushed you forward with my other to run with my other, other passion. areas of your life. Yeah. Mm. I continued with my other passion, which is uh, math. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so what happens next? Because I, I know that's not the end of the story, otherwise we wouldn't <laughs> be having this podcast episode right now. <laughs> no, so um you know Went along, met someone, got married, you know, the excitement of that life happened, yeah, you know, doing all your married stuff, whatever. What, <laughs> then, what's all the married stuff? <laughs> Can you, you know, setting up house, getting used to living with each other, you know, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an experience, that, okay. that's for sure. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so as years went by, you know, kind of like life got in the way. Um, unfortunately, um, the marriage broke down. And so at this point, I'm just thinking, so I sit down and I think this is quite important. Now, I, you know, I've started to share it with, you know, young girls and, you know, women I come across is that I think at, at a point, at the point that the marriage broke down, a lot of people, I think, um, tend to, um, I don't know, like fold up or wonder why is this happening to me and things like that. Now I'm aware that, you know, we're not all the same, but when it happened, I looked up and I said, well, okay, so I'm going to come out of this now. How do I get my life, start planning my life for just me at this point? And at that point, that was when it just came back to me, like the idea that had been simmering in the back of my mind. Hmm. I'm aware that this is not a normal thing that <laughs> lots of people who might be about to start in the divorce process might do. And I just thought to myself, okay, so I'm going to have a lot more free time. I'm going to be able to do whatever I want. And at that point, the idea came back full force. And I was like, you know what? Let me, so I have a lot of ideas. I had all my recipes. I had all the things I'd written down, all the, you know, stages of the business I wanted to go through. And I said, I just need somewhere to focus. Now I thought about doing an MBA. A couple okay. Of years before. But before you go, before you go into the, you know, before you, <laughs> cause you <laughs> in like two sentences talked about five, six, seven, eight years of your life. And you're about to just zoom <laughs> away like that. No, I'm not going to let you. Okay. So. <laughs> your your perspective has really inspired me so you know fast forward to talking about your marriage now obviously every girl goes into a marriage wanting it to last forever we believe it will last forever we believe that we will love each other have kids and and all of that so when a marriage ends it's it's one of the most devastating things i think anybody can go through and here you are banke here you are (laughs) <laughs> your marriage literally has not worked out and you begin to 
see the good side of that? Oh yes. As um, in, he, how can I, you know, if this is if this is how this is going to end, and if this is, uh, I've done everything I know to do. Um, and it, it looks like this is the final bus stop. It's not like, okay, should we try this? All that has been done. This is the final bus stop. And you're literally saying, Banke, that, okay, how do we move forward from here? What does this mean for me? I think that's, I think that's profound. How? How do you do that? How do you do that? <laughs> yes. How? Um, I think, I think, I think you, you must, you take responsibility for what happened in yes. the relationship because obviously you're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was very important to me. So I sat down for a couple of weeks. By this time, I hadn't told my family what was going on. Um, so I sat down for a couple of weeks and I said, okay, let me, let me sit down and let me go through this. And I said, okay. I apologize for everything that I had, I had done wrong that I could see. Um, I asked him to tell me about things that I might have done that I wasn't aware of, you know, in my character because in everything, you must choose to learn and grow from it. You can't, you know, because you're, you're, you're always, you know, you're always growing. You, you, you know, you're aiming to become a better version or the best version of yourself. So, you know, he told me a couple of things which I hadn't realized and I analyzed them and, you know, I apologize for everything. So for me, at that point, I believed that, you know, I was living with a clear mind. So I was, you know, I, I was not going to, but the thing is that my, my parents, or shall I say my dad, because he, you know, I, he was with me longer. He believes so much in me and my abilities. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to, you know, we were all born here and put on this earth and we all, you know, we all have, I don't want to say because it sounds so buzzwordish, but we all have a purpose. We all have something that we were we were put on this earth for. Yes. And I'm not going to let anything hmm. stop me from hmm. achieving that. Wow. And that is and that is just the truth. And so, at that point, once I had apologized and I made my peace with him, I called my family. I said, "This is what is happening." I said, "You know, I'm I don't feel like talking about it at this time, but." you know, I'm, I'm okay or whatever. They were like, as long as you're okay, we're behind you. That's all I needed. Those are the most important people in my life, you know, my sisters and my brother. And that's all I needed. So at that point, I now sat down, I now looked at it. I said, okay, it's almost like a flowchart. So my life up till now, I've done this, I've done that, I've had these skills and blah, blah, blah. And at that point, you know, the idea for the business just came back. Came back, rushing back. And I was just like, I took out my old recipe book. I kept this folder, massive folder with everything that I had like 10 years ago. Yeah. Everything was in this folder. I kept it out. I always kept it with me. And I opened it up and I remember reading through the recipes and it just started coming back, you know, more and more. And I was just like, you know what? I have to do this. I said, so how do I, how do I achieve my goals? How do I focus all my information that I've gotten over the years? And I said, you know what? I'm going to do an MBA again. Hmm. And, and you know, I, I, from what you're saying, from what you're saying, it also, you know, I, I love what you said about taking responsibility. And um, what I'm finding more and more, um, you know, the longer I live is the more you're willing to take 100% responsibility for your life, the more you can actually live. 
And yeah. the more you, you know, give your power away, I'm actually doing, you know, we're recording an episode on that, giving your power away and allowing other people to dictate the outcomes of your life. And I believe it's a God-given right that each person has to decide yeah. how your life would be and how you, the outcomes of your own life. So being able yes. to take 100% responsibility and say, okay, I accept responsibility for my part in this marriage breaking down, mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. And number two, I accept responsibility for what will happen to my life from this point on. So yeah. I could, you know, say, oh, um, my marriage broke down. I'm a mess. And there will be people that would look at you and say, oh, you know, it's because her marriage broke down. And they would understand this and explain it away and say, yes, I understand why your life has just basically gone downhill because you went through a divorce. But you decided, listen, I have a choice into how I move forward with this. Yeah. That is so powerful. That is so powerful. Okay, so at that point, the business idea came back, and I believe it also helped you through that process because it gave you something to do. It gave you something to put your mind, yeah, to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the idea came back very strongly. What, what, What do you do with it at that point? I started researching for an MBA that would work with me still going to work because you know I. Why an MBA at that point? Um, because I had looked at it. It had different components to it, things like marketing, things like, um, you know, accounting, different aspects of the business, which I think that it's important for you to have an appreciation of. You, I don't need to be an accountant. I don't yeah. need to be the HR person or whatever. But I do the kind of person I am, I need to understand, have a basic understanding of it. So when I'm speaking to you, you. yeah, you know, I'm kind of familiar with what you're telling me. It's, it's very important to me. I'm, I, I'm, I, maybe that's why I did engineering because I like to get to the core principles of something. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. like, okay. And literally it was like, I was living in technical or things that they would teach in class and I would go out, you know, I would go into a store and I would notice how they arrange their products or how the different colors on different things in different regions. I, I mean, you, you know, you, you know, I travel a lot and I started to see all of these things and it all really came from that course. Obviously there are things that you probably had read in passing or because I'm always reading and stuff like that, that you kind of know, but, when I entered a place that they focused my knowledge in yeah. different streams, then it really just became alive, you know, for, you know, for me. And at that point, you know, I'm thinking, okay, so yeah, you know, I can really do this. And I traveled to, um, I traveled to Nigeria and I went over to Kutonu. Um, to see a friend of mine who has a hotel there and I remember sitting down with her and I was saying you know this is what I want to do and um, her sister does branding right mm. and she does um, for um, like logos from logos to you know everything to do with branding I remember sitting down with her I was in the car and I was saying you know I was thinking about a name for my brand you know, um, at that, you know, at that point when I seriously started thinking about, okay, how can I, you know, do this? And I said, you know, and she said, okay, so have you thought about the name? And I said, no, not really. And stuff like that. But I, you know, 
there's just going to be so much of me in this product from, you know, I explained what I wanted. I said I wanted the aesthetics. I wanted it to be very simple, almost clinical. When you walk into a store and you look, your eyes would be drawn to this, not for, you know, the colors or the brashness, but for the simplicity of the product, because that's what we're going for. Clean, simple products, clean, simple packaging. And, you know, we're talking about the name and my friend said, what about your name? And I thought, you know what? Actually, let's spell it out phonetically. Let's, let's, mm. let's just make it clear on my name. Yeah. You know, because she said from how you're speaking and stuff, I think this, you know, I'm just going to see so much of you in this. Why don't you just, you know, just, just clear your name? And that's how the name came about. And her sister got my vision immediately. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm going to be one of the simplest, easiest clients we ever have. Just don't give me confusion in the the logo I just want simple and she nailed it like she gave me three designs and immediately I saw that logo I was like okay that's it that's what I want and that's kind of that was kind of the start of it you know then I you know I went back for refresher courses um I started doing formulations again and things like that and then at this point, I'm still thinking, you know, bring out a couple of products for men, a couple of products for women. And I started speaking to, you know, a lot of my male friends and they were saying, oh, you know, they don't have, you know, products for themselves or sometimes they have to steal their wives <laughs> and cream <laughs> and stuff like that. And they said simply, you know, they just don't have the time. And a lot of times, you know, there's so much out there and things like that. They just don't feel like there's anything being produce for them for them I thought to mm. myself it's interesting I said you know what leave the women the women we have enough I said I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for the guys mm. and that's kind of how you know it um it came that about. was how you you carved the niche for yourself basically so the the so can you describe who who you know talk about avatar um who who are you marketing to who who did you create these products for okay so he is between um 25 to 65 he's a professional um guy he likes to take care of himself probably works out you know he's aware of what he eats and things Mm. like that he's just you know but he's also very busy either you know he's married with kids or he travels a lot Work takes up a lot of his time. The spare time he has, he wants to spend it with family, his kids, his friends. So he, so, but what he wants is he wants products that are simple to use, easy to fit into his, you know, his busy schedule. Mm. And, you know, they, they look nice. They're stylish because mm. this, this is a guy that likes to take care of himself. This is a guy that is aware of, you know, how he looks and things like that. So that's really who, um i was uh i created i created the products for so in 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 everything across you know the branding the way you know i you know i advertise or i speak you know consistent branding i get across yes. all the board i'm speaking yes. to this guy so when i yes. when i write any kind of content i'm speaking to him yeah yeah and this is somebody that doesn't have a lot of time so you need to really just give him the bed, you know yeah the necessities of life quickly mm. So you can just get this thing and, you know, keep it moving. Yeah, I love that. You know, and it's one of the, 
um, most important things in building a successful business. You're not speaking to everybody. You're speaking to one person or one group of people. And the narrower, they say, your niche gets, the more successful you're more likely to be. It's when we try to market to everybody uh, as a result of the fear of missing out. Like, oh, if I, if, what, you know, like you were saying, you could have very easily decided, okay, I'm going to do men, women, children, babies, <laughs> newborn, <laughs> and so on. <laughs> um, you know, by by exposing yourself to training and learning. And, you know, I wanted to say something about that as well. One of the things that I valued about my own journey in business is learning from people that have gone ahead. I think that is so important. And I think that is why... A lot of women, particularly, or I should say, you know, that, that have these ideas, they think, oh, you know, I'm just going to do it on my own. My own philosophy is if someone has done it before and you can see that they have successfully done it before, why not make your journey shorter by going to learn from them or at least, ha- you know, hearing what they have to say basically standing on the shoulders of people that have gone ahead of you so that you can see further than even they have, you know, they have gone. So it's, it's very, very important to always invest in your own developing yourself, your knowledge, your skills uh, about the markets and everything. And also being able to narrow your niche, you know, nail your niche, they say in that. So, you know, that, that, that's, and, you know, I should say at this point in time, banker, you know, talking about, you know, business and mentoring and so on, um, we, we are launching the Super Abundant Woman uh, Mentoring Program. Uh, by the time you listen to this podcast, um, we would have launched it. And hopefully there will still be enough time for you to be able to sign up to it before doors close. And basically what we're doing is we're bringing people Women, all right. So this is a program, a mentoring program for women. Uh, we're bringing other women, including myself, from different areas of life that have gone through certain things in those areas and have successfully come out on the other side, so that we can learn from each other. So basically, if you're one person that wants to shorten the journey, then you know you should consider joining joining us on the Super Abundant Woman mentoring program so banker in particular is going to lead the business arm of that so she's going to be our lead business mentor in that area so if you if you have an idea and you're thinking oh okay you, you know as you're listening to her story now you can see that she's gone through all the phases from the idea being very hot being viable and then just literally running away because of fear and then picking it up again <laughs> And, you know, so um, watch out for that. Watch out for, for the Super Abundant Woman Mentoring Program. So, yeah, the point now, um, you've invested heavily in yourself by doing the MBA. And as a result of all that, you you know, um, your steps have been ordered. So, you you know, you, yeah. you're, you're having conversation with people and out of those conversations. And that is where I see the hand of God as well. Um in you know you, you you just talk to someone and say oh my sister does this and then it happens to be the person that brings the exact design that you wanted that was able to create exactly what you could see in your mind's eye 
Right. So at this point, you've nailed your niche, your marketing. You've been able to describe to a fine detail who you're selling to. Um, yeah. So does the business, you know, going to be a multi-million dollar or multi-million pound business <laughs> in three weeks? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There are many different aspects. So, you know, you're talking about from branding to labeling to your packaging to building the website. So I had, you know, I built the website myself. Luckily, I was a, you know, you know, I was a techie before I went into finance. So that was, um, so did all of that. Um, at this point, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to be, you know, bring a minimum viable product to the market because I don't want to spend, you know, I'm operating very lean here. So I don't want yeah. to spend a lot of money. I don't want to see the visibility. So I, you know, I just put it out there, took pictures myself, everything. And, you know, let it launch. You know, I'd done all the product testing. I'd gotten, you know, great feedback, but gone through a couple of iterations with my packaging and things like that based yeah. on feedback from the guys. And okay, so I felt okay, I'm at this point, you know, I'm good to launch, launch it. Now, soon after I launched it, I said, oops, wait, hold on a moment. There's something missing here. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, I said, oh, okay, let's go. Let us go into prayer. I said, God, you know what? Um, I didn't mean to do this. I just launched, you know, the excitement of everything fine. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to go into this alone. And I, I don't have the energy to do this alone. I'll be honest. You know, I know that I need you. So, and I just said, you know, I need a sign. Please give me a sign that I'm meant to be doing this. So I sit back. What, what what prompted that prayer? Why why did you feel at that point in time? Is it is it the um, enormity of the task? Is it how big it looks from where you're standing that you feel like okay, God, I think I'm freaking out a little bit here. I I need you to show me that truly, truly, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. What is something like that? I was it enormity? I'm not because you see. When I was going through this whole process of actually bringing the products to life, mm-hmm. I didn't see it as anything actually really crazy or out of the ordinary. It is when yeah. I actually launched that my friend who had had a really successful business in, yeah. in uh, and she, she came and she was like, do you realize how big this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people have ideas. She said, you went for it. You have your nine to five, you're doing your MBA and you launch a business all in the midst of going through your divorce. She said, <laughs> you make it look easy. I know it's not easy, but mm. all I want to say is congratulations. This is huge. Now, right. up to this point, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just going yeah. along on my So I didn't really think of it as anything. As anything. But so also, someone, basically, someone holds yeah. up a mirror and says, girl, <laughs> Do you realize, you know, what you're choosing? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just going along. I'll be honest with you. I, I just don't think of it like that. It's just like, I see, I have this vision. I break it down. I'm like, okay, so you can say a 10 year vision, break it down yeah. to five years. This is what I want to break it down to one year, break it down to, you know, quarterly, then every month. And that's kind of how I process it. And I was yeah. just like, okay, so these are the steps I need to do to get to the next stage. Okay, fine. Let's just do it. And so 
when she said that, and then I looked around and I was like, truly, my vision for this thing is big. Hmm. And I said, okay, wow. Because when my dad died, I remember looking up and I said, God, it's just me and you now. So I don't have anybody else. So it's just going to be me and you from now. And I thought to myself, and it, I, my mind actually went back to that day. And I was like, hmm. I said, okay. I just quickly ran home. I said, oh my goodness, I hope I'm not too late. This is how I speak to myself. <laughs> I said, oh God, okay, forgive me. Okay, I'm sorry. Let us start again. I'm not going to do anything. I'd launched Instagram, everything. You know, I'd saved all my social media handles. I said, I'm not going to touch this thing. But I need a sign from you before I move forward. For six weeks, I did not post. I did not <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just sat down. And, you know, everybody's wondering, now this guy's not talking about anything. I just, you know, I just shut down. And then I got the email. <laughs> I will never forget it because I actually went to LinkedIn to check this person's name. Hi, we're from GQ. We've noticed your brand. We love your aesthetics. Wait, as in, Mind you, as, have... in, as in the GQ? The GQ, yes. <laughs> I looked at the email. <laughs> I looked at the email again. I went to Google the person that sent me the email, checked on LinkedIn as well, just to make sure. Checked the phone number. <laughs> so I was like, for real though, this is GQ. I looked up to the skies. I said, thank you, God. Thank you. This is what I was waiting for. Mm. Now I know I need to, I can move forward. And it was just, you know, I called them up. Now these are based on, you need to understand, this is, I don't know how other people may term it. I term it as a miracle because I didn't have high definition pictures on my website. You know, my Instagram had not up to a hundred followers. How, you know, I, so at that point, I'm just like, okay, I'm meant to be doing this. Hmm. As soon as they said they wanted to feature me in the aha, I called, I found a, a product photographer and they had all the pictures on my website. <laughs> I don't know anybody, you know. <laughs> and, um, and that's kind of how, you know, it went off, you know, from there, you know, you know, it gains momentum, then you get other publications coming to you. Yeah. Um, Be- before you know, we go, this. before we go on, and we're going to name those other publications because she's saying like yeah. other publications, but we're going to drop some names because they are big names. <laughs> you know what you said about you know you had less than a hundred followers. You literally launched, and then for six weeks you did nothing, and so on. In yeah. in my in episode seventeen of this podcast, I talked about how you know you. As as the episode is titled, um, be stubborn about your end goal, but flexible about how you will get there. And as part of that episode, I talked about how, you know, even if you have an idea, you should test it. You should put it out there. And God has a way of like painting a, you know, sign in the sky for you, doing something extraordinary that you could not have achieved with the little that you have. And that that was my own journey into business as well. I literally, and I told the story about how I literally just, when the idea of coaching came to me, uh, I used to write a blog. And at the end of that blog, I had no website. I had nothing. I just wrote transformational life coach. And literally someone 
saw me sign my name as transformational life coach, called me up. And I, that was how I got my first client. No, I didn't advertise. I didn't have a website. I didn't do anything. And that's very similar to what you're seeing here that some, a lot of times the reason why people don't step out is like, Oh, everything has to be perfect. But even if you're not sure about this idea, if you commit it to God, which is what you did, and you just leave it and he will come, he will show you, he will give like a big gesture to show you that I am in this with you. And I've seen that happen over and over again. So DQ comes calling and then obviously, you know, they feature you in their magazine and you said other publications. So what other publications have you been featured Um, in? So I've been featured in Esquire, Vogue, Vanity Fair. Um, I love how you're just like saying these things like casual. <laughs> Esquire, Vanity Fair, Vogue. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Think, uh, mental, uh, mental. Brides Magazine, um, Harper's Bazaar as well. There was some indie, Harper's. there was some indie mags like Tomorrow. Hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it's uh, basically the, the, you know, the top magazines, like, like fashion magazine or lifestyle magazines in the world, yeah. Banker, have featured <laughs> Ajayi. And, you know, I, I, you know, we're, we're, we're going quite long now. So we're going to start to wind this down. And, mm. you know, that, that is literally just to give an idea of the kind of success. Obviously, you know, Banker is someone that is very focused. I know you have your 10-year vision and, you know, you're growing um, and the, the business is continuing to, to grow and to multiply and the influence is spreading. In fact, I remember because, you know, Banker was one of my, uh, the, she, you know, you went through gems. And one of the things that you talked about in my coaching program is the fact that, you see it, it is it Harrods you said or there was a, an American suffragist yes yeah. yeah exactly and I that's that's the kind of vision that she has um and she's she's heading there you know I I, I know that we talked about how um a phone call came or an email about you know placing your products in in something it's working i don't want to you know spill the beans before everything happens but but ajayi is definitely on the rise and you know i we you know one of the things that i associate with you is you know going to central london for example and one of those massive billboards just seeing ajayi and i i know it's going to happen i did it i know (laughs) it's going to happen because to see how far you've come in such such a short time and something that was born out of the face of adversity, adversity that could have very easily buried you. Had you chosen? Yes. Had you chosen yes. that path? Had you chosen to, you know, put on those glasses and say, well, I'm divorced now. You know, I can't really show my face in public anymore. What can I possibly do with my life, etc." You know, this is just to remind us that, we are, you know, the masters of our own fate. God has given us the power as human beings to determine the outcomes of our own life. There's nothing that can happen to us or even for us that can stop the purpose of God from being fulfilled in our lives. 
So, um, I've, I've had a blast recording this episode, Banke, and um, I want to say a massive thank you for giving up your time. And even, even, even more, I want to say thank you for saying yes to being a business mentor in the Super Abundant Woman Mentoring Program. We are all very excited. We have, you know, seven areas of life, five mentors, and our only goal is to help you bring all these areas of your life, that is the listener, into super abundance, into super abundance. So um, Banker is going to be leading our business mentoring for that program. If uh, So you could go to yoursuperabundantlife.com forward slash mentoring to find out more about it. Hopefully you get to listen to this episode before doors close. So Banke, um, watch out for Banke's, you know, like I said, it's coming. That billboard with Aja, you walk into Selfridges and it will be there. She's definitely on her way. She's already speaking to a few people. I know for a fact, you know, uh, about placing it in stores like that. Where can people <laughs> go and buy your products? So is it Ajay? Can you, can you like, and I'll put the links and everything in the show notes for you, the listeners to be able to, to be able to go to as well. So right now we are available, um, you can purchase at our site, it's www.ajai.com. And, and that's spelled phonetically, um, right? As uh, in, uh, yes, A-H-J-A-Y-W. Yeah. Okay. It will be in the show notes for you to easily click on and go and buy her products. Her products, you know, she's, she's doing, she's doing amazing things. I'll, I'll share a very funny story before we go. Our mutual friend, you know, my best friend, also university, you know, uh, you know, uh, I'll call his name, Olanio. <laughs> so uh, ever since I've known Olanio, I've known Olanio since year one of university, same as Banke, Olanio never had hair, as in, he had been, tr- he, throughout university, he tried to grow his beard. I, we also used to, I used to laugh at him, try to grow, he'll be putting all sorts of things, say, is it coming out? Saying, don't stop dreaming, it's not coming out. <laughs> and then, after Banker launched her, you know, I, I even heard of Banker's products, um, I, of Ajay through Olanyo. And Olanyo and I met up, you know, for, for lunch or something. I was like, ah! And you know, what do you call that thing? I think there's a name, that round thing that the mustache and the beard that whatever. It's the shadow they call it, the five o'clock shadow or the shadow. I don't know the particular name. And I'm like, What? What happened to you? <laughs> You've been praying some prayers. Say no what? But it's Bacchus products that the beard oil and everything that he's been using it and his beard has I said, Wow. <laughs> so her products work her products work and for women i don't know why uh probably women i don't know i know you you make your products for for men but i know you've used the products on your hair and her hair is natural almost the middle of her back thick and 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 very beautiful so um, her products work. It's definitely an idea. That's how you know this is an idea that's come from God. You know, it went through many ups and downs, but nothing, no situation, no adversity could completely quench it. And God revived it at the right time. So thank you, Banke. And thank you. <laughs> thank you to everyone that has listened to this episode. Um, and we will be back with another episode of the Super Abundant Life podcast next time. Bye.
Hey, before you go, do me a favor. If you've enjoyed today's podcast or any of the ones that you've listened to, can you please share with friends, family and colleagues? Thanks.